Hello, everybody. My name is Jonathan Avila, and I'm the fatherhood specialist for Lumen Education. And I would like to welcome you to this new adventure we are calling the Fatherhood Podcast. We know that every father is interested in improving themselves in their fatherhood role, but not everyone can make it to every fatherhood meeting we have because of work or any other reason. So this is why we have decided to start this podcast so that you can still be connected to the program, learn new skills, and maybe a new approach in our roles as fathers. Now you can listen to this podcast on your way to work, well, while at work or on your spare time. Our goal here at Lumen is to equip you and give you resources that you can learn about fatherhood and let you know that you are not alone in your role as a father. Today, we're gonna talk about getting to know your kids. It is fundamental that a father gets to know his kids. I'm not talking about superficial stuff like, yeah, I have two kids, a boy and a girl. One is three and the other one is eight. The boy's name is Paul and the girl's name is Paula. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going a little deeper. I'm talking about what makes your child happy. What irritates him? What makes her sad? What pleases them? What worries them? See, as fathers, it is very easy for us to fall behind in this area. We tend to focus on providing financially and everything they might need, such as food, clothing, a roof over their heads. And because of this, it's very easy for us to ignore their social and emotional needs. Those parents that not only know their children, but also are observers and are capable of understanding why or with what objective a child might behave in a certain way, they can guide their actions to correct inadequate behaviors the child might have. Dr. Hartley Robbard is a pediatrician and author of books such as No Regrets Parenting. And this is what he says. Parents can take advantage of hitting opportunities to create one-on-one -on -one time with each of their children. Anytime you're alone with your child, even if it's just a car ride to soccer practice or cleaning out the garage, is a chance to talk. There are things in your kids' heads that you didn't put there. You only know that if you know them well enough that they can share that with you. If your kids are always with their siblings, but you are getting them safely to soccer practice, sitting down to dinner with them, creating that family experience, yeah, your kids are going to be fine. But that individual relationship is something that you don't want to miss. This is not about day-to-day -day efficiency. It's about gaining a deeper understanding of who your child is and giving them a deeper understanding of who you are. But how to be alone with one child when you have two or more is a challenge for many parents, and particularly single parents. You might be saying, I have three, I have four kids, and even in a two-parent household with ample babysitting help, we have never succeeded at making one-on-one -on -one part of the routine, even those times when we've tried to schedule it. 
Our one-on-one time tends to arise naturally, especially as our children get older. For example, long drives to sporting events, travel to school competitions, or those nights when a movie or some other activity takes some of our kids out of the house, often turn into one-on-one time opportunities. And once you realize that, you can become more deliberate about the process. So while you are not officially scheduling one-on-one time, you are watching to make sure every child has it. According to Dr. Robert, taking advantage of the opportunities that are already there is the key to forging and strengthening these relationships. And for some families, may even work better than scheduled dates. Parents can expand these times, walking to piano lessons rather than driving, for example, uh, or adding a lunch stop to a long drive, and can also look for other opportune times to hang out with just one child. He even suggests to parents that they should never do a chore alone. It may not speed up the task, but involving a child in doing the laundry or a basement cleanup is another chance to spend time together. He also suggests a shift in the bedtime routine. If you normally put all children to bed at the same time, perhaps with the same books and songs, take one night a week to give each child an extra story and time for a chat. Maybe starting early if children share a room. Taking time to build that individual relationship when children are young will also make that one-on-one time feel more natural as your children grow into teenagers. In the short term, the time you spend getting to know your child can pay off in a better understanding of how to be that child's parent, helping you to manage everything from emotional outbursts to homework struggles. Okay, so in this segment, I want us to play a game. How well do you know your children questions? So as you're driving to work or maybe running, walking around the block or doing your chores, as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to think about these next few questions and try to answer them and be honest. I try to uh, answer a couple of these and I have to admit, Most of these questions, I do not know the answers to. So I have a challenge for myself. I need to get to know my children better, way better. We need to go deeper. So are you ready? Also, this can give you a a segue, an opportunity for you to establish more communication with your children or even with your child's mother or your partner. So... Um, if you can, or if, or if you want, you can write down these questions on a piece of paper and maybe later, uh, share them with, uh, your children or your spouse or your partner. And this can be a motivation for a good, uh, conversation. So are you ready? Here we go. Number one, what recent accomplishment is your child most proud of? What recent accomplishment is your child most proud of? Did you get that one? All right, let's go to number two. 
Name one of your child's big disappointments this year. Name one of your child's big disappointments this year. Next, what are your child's current prized possessions? What are your child's current prized possessions? All right, this one should be easy, I hope. <laughs> what is your child's favorite food? What is your child's favorite food? Oh, this one's challenging for me. Ready? Number five. Can you name your child's teachers? Plural. <laughs> yeah. Can you name your child's teachers? Number six. Name two things your child did at school in the past two weeks. Name two things your child did at school in the past two weeks. Number seven, what is the most challenging about school for your child? What is the most challenging about school for your child? Number eight, what does your child like about school? What does your child like about school? How are you doing so far? Okay, let's keep going. What does your child like to do in his or her spare time? What does your child like to do in his or her spare time? All right, this next question, number 10. What types of music does your child listen to? What types of music does your child listen to? Number 11. Which TV shows, movies, actors, characters, and athletes are popular with your child and his friends or her friends? Which TV shows, movies, actors, characters, and athletes are popular with your child and his and her friends? Hmm. 12. What are his or her three favorite websites? Are you liking this game? <laughs> It's a challenge, right? Number 13. Does your child belong to any social networking websites? For example, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Does your child belong to any social networking website? 14. What causes your child the greatest stress? What causes your child the greatest stress? 15. Who are your child's close friends? And why does he or she like them? Who are your child's close friends? And why does he or she like them? 16. Who are your child's heroes and role models? Who are your child's heroes and role models? Hmm. 17. What would your child like to be when he or she grows up? What would your child like to be when he or she grows up? 
18. What is something that really upsets your child? What is something that really upsets your child? 19. What does your child like to do with you? What does your child like to do with you? Number 20, and this is the last one. What does your child love about you? What does your child love about you? Well, I hope you were able to answer all of these questions regarding your child's uh, life. And it's hard. We have to admit it's hard, especially all those questions are hard even for one child. But what, what about those of us who have one, two, maybe ch three children? <laughs> it can be quite challenging because we're dealing with ty different types of uh, personalities, different types of uh, passions, interests. But it's our responsibility in our role as parents, as fathers, to get to know our children. So, if you're honest, or if I'm honest with you, I wasn't able to answer all of these questions regarding my daughters. But here's the thing, or here's a tip, or here's the advice, or the suggestion. You can use these questions as a way to establish a conversation with your children, to establish a conversation with your child's mother or your partner. So next time you go out with your uh, children or your kid, you can, as you're walking around the neighborhood or taking, eating some ice cream, um, you can ask them, hey, you know what? What are your recent accomplishments? What are you proud of recently? See, this could be really good uh, conversation starters. If you ask them, you know what? What is your biggest disappointment this year? What is your current prize possession? What is that thing, toy, whatever that you really tre uh, treasure or cherish? Um, all these questions are very good and, and, and it can guide us and show us how well we know our children. So in closing, yes, us fathers, we are providers, but we have to extend that definition of being a provider to more than just providing financially. We also need to be providers emotionally, socially, and spiritually. We need to look out for the well-being of our family as a whole. Well, thank you so much for spending these few minutes with us here at the Fatherhood Podcast. Our goal is to release an episode every week so that you can be connected with our program here at Lumen. Feel free to contact me at 214-351-6700, extension 262 to inquire about what days the fatherhood program meets. As of now, we are meeting via Zoom. So give me a call so that I can give you more information about it. I'll see you guys next time.